0: Welcome to the Social Feed Podcast. I'm your host Missy, thank you for listening. In this episode, we talk about all things Minnesota Blogger Bash. Um, We recently launched, we did a complete rebrand, new logo, new colors, new website, and new events coming soon that we cannot wait to have everyone check out. We had two members of the team that were part of this launch, Kaylee Schmidt and Adriana Velez who were both curators for the Minnesota Blogger Bash. So they did everything from the new photo shoots, and design, and we dive into that into this episode. So let's get into this week's episode number 80, Rebranding MN Blogger Bash and Creating a Community of Influencers. So today we have with us Kaylee Schmidt, one of our graphic designers here at Harper Interactive, and we also have with us Adriana Velez, who's a social media coordinator here, and they both have recently launched our Minnesota Blogger Bash, and I want to have them on talk about just rebranding, and the launch, and everything that goes along with all of that. So welcome guys, thanks for coming. Hello, hey. (laughs) So the past, oh goodness, six months, we have been working on this rebrand. So first off, I want to ask you to talk about what exactly is the Minnesota Blogger Bash?
1: Yeah, so Minnesota Blogger Bash is a brand that's been around five years, sort of before I joined the team. It's really a community of bloggers, influencers, and businesses all with a common goal of growing. So we are sort of this middle brand that connects bloggers with brands and we sort of foster relationships between them through events. So a brand will come to us and they'll say, hey, we really want to grow. We want some influencer outreach. We plan a whole event around their goals, invite bloggers that fit their brand and sort of just have them all collaborate and offer these bloggers like exclusive events, all focused on allowing the bloggers to grow by having like sponsored content and having brands go by having a larger outreach.
0: And these events are so much fun. These are like one of my favorite things to do. So our most recent event we did was Bachman's. So can you tell me a little bit more about that?
1: Yeah, So we partnered with Bachman's. They have this tradition of doing seasonal idea houses. So for Bachman's, they kind of wanted a new way to promote the idea house and to get a lot of bloggers in there that are showcasing a younger demographic. Um, they really want a younger audience shopping their products. So everything was focused around like making it merry. It was all holiday themed. So these bloggers got the first look into the holiday idea house before it launched to the public. And we also did cute make and takes. Um, We had Alexis from my talk there sort of hosting everything. They got to taste um, yummy like desserts and there was wine there. And it was just a really fun time and everyone just got to mingle see all of these, like, design inspirations for the holidays, you know, so they can be inspired to decorate their homes. And it was just a really fun night.
0: And so with,
1: because we've been doing this,
0: like you mentioned, for about five years now, we've had the Blogger Bash. And Kaylee, I think you designed our very first Blogger Bash logo. I did. (laughs) (laughs) And so now, for this past, you know, six months, we've been working on this rebrand. And it is completely different. New logo, new, we just launched a new website. So what is... What was that process for why did you want to rebrand, number one, and then what was that process to start that rebrand happening?
2: Um, I think it was just time to sort of make it our own, and we have a new team of people, and it's the concept's evolved even a little bit over the last five years, so I think it was time for just a refresh, um, make it a little more modern and a little more unique to our followers. Um how did you choose the color palette that you did?
0: Do you want to talk about those, those hues you use in the new branding?
2: That was a collaboration between
1: yeah. l- like five of us. Yeah, it was just a lot of brainstorming. We all kind of came into this initial brainstorm meeting with... These brands that we follow on Instagram where we love their branding and we just saw consistencies of like what is trending. So we kind of mocked it after that. We looked at, you know, what colors of the year are like happening in the future and we wanted to keep it a little bit more neutral Previously a large portion of our audience was female and now as more like male influencers are coming into the picture, we wanted to create a color palette that wasn't super feminine but not super masculine, so we kind of blended the two. Because before the colors
0: were like like bright pink (laughs) and really like those pop colors. Yeah. And so you definitely like subdued the colors. So do you want to talk about and I wanna make sure I say the colors right, but what is like the, the green? the official name for that green color?
2: Oh, we're just calling it our forest green. Oh, okay, forest green. It's, yeah.
1: it's a little bit teal, a little bit green. Um, it's like a dark emerald green. Yeah. I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> we could definitely come up with our own name. We should actually name all our colors.
2: Ooh, I like that. <laughs> um, and then we have the mauve tannish color.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, sort of ground it. And then the peach are we calling it peach
1: yeah (laughs) it's like a mix between a light pink and a peach yeah and that brightens it up um
2: something to add some hierarchy into the design elements and then the gray is just our fourth like neutral uh, you definitely need some sort of gray or black in with that mix otherwise it can be kind of floaty and airy
0: yeah so would you say when you're doing a rebrand or just design in general that you should stick to like four different colors in a palette um or is that just kind of like just a that's what we ended up doing
2: i definitely like having a nice mix but we work with a lot of brands who only have one color. So um <laughs> it's nice to have that variety for us when we're coming up with all this different kind of content that should relate to these different brands like Bachman's or um who's our next bash? Uh Revolution Hall. Yeah. So, so excited for that one. It'll help just to have a variety of Four options to choose from to work with. Mm -hmm. So would you
0: say, so first steps were, you know, you picked out those colors, you did some research, you started putting together that brand guide, and then what was
1: your next step after that? Creating some social... Skins, I guess we'll call them. Yeah. And the logo development, Uh which kind of that, the logo was happening as we were picking colors. Okay. So, and that was probably one of the longer things that we did.
2: Yeah. I think the inspiration started with picking out fonts and colors and then from there we were able to develop a logo that fit within that style we were going Mm -hmm. for.
0: Love it. Yes. And then you said you and then you started doing some like teasers on social media when you launched the new brand Mm -hmm. so talk to me about that process.
1: Yeah so Once we sort of nailed down what this brand was going to look like and what our idea was behind the brand, I kind of wanted to tease on our social channels. We have such loyal followers and just tell them, you know, hey, something new is happening. Like, do you guys know what we're planning? Because we've really like worked our butts off for this rebrand and it was kind of stressful and now it's out there. So we're super excited. Um, But I just wanted to showcase, you know, Hey, we went a little silent on social media and it's because we've been working and building this new brand just to encompass everything that Blogger Bash is now. So the other thing I wanted to ask you is about after
0: teasing it on social media was the website launch. Because that was a huge piece of this because we had launched the, the old website for probably about five years ago, four or five years ago.
2: Right. So and many of us weren't involved in that part. So, yeah, so it was a
0: whole new experience from start to finish with that one. So talk to me about that process of building up the website, designing, how you want it to operate, things like that.
2: Um, We started with inspiration. So we found some websites that we liked and we thought our followers would like. um, Some websites that were really user-friendly. Yes. And then we picked out a theme. Yep. And then from there, we designed one. We designed an entire page that looked basically just like that theme, but with all of our branding elements for Blogger Bash. (laughs) And...
1: Then the developer got to work.
0: You guys also did that photo shoot. Oh, yeah.
1: Good idea. (laughs) So we really wanted to stay away from using tons of stock photography, which is pretty typical with websites. Mm -hmm. So luckily, we have a very talented coworker with a camera, and we just popped over to the coffee shop across the street and got headshots. Because previously, with the Blogger Bash brand, you never really got insight as to who it is that's working on this brand. It's kind of like man behind
0: the curtain. Like yeah. you don't really know what who's working it, but you know something cool's going on back
1: there. Yeah. yeah. So when we were discussing this new brand, you know, I wanted to sort of have the team showcased a lot more, especially because myself and another girl that um, works with the brand, Megan, we actually are coming from the other side of Blogger Bash where before we started working here on this brand, we were bloggers that were attending these events. So it's just really cool and I wanted to showcase that the people that work on this brand were also bloggers. So, you know, we're working on planning these events, but you know, we have blogging on the side, so everything just kind of meshes together and we understand, you know, the influencer and blogger mindset as well as the brand mindset.
0: So, as far as the website goes, when you built that, like what is the is the idea of the website to just let people know about events because the events are exclusive. So, how
1: do what does that website do? What's its purpose? So uh, our website's actually more focused on like the client business side of things So, we didn't really want it to be a website that influencers go to because that's what our social media platforms are for. So, the website, we just cut it all down before it was like seven pages of repetitive information about all of our events, you know, how to sign up for events. And I just wanted something simple that showcases what is the benefit of working with Blogger Bash and just have a contact form. So, if someone says, you know, hey, I found this brand and I really want to do an event, they can easily get all of the information that they need right on the site, see who the team is, and then simply send us an email and just jumpstart that communication.
0: Um, And then also events coming up. What events can you tell us about? Um, I know a lot of them are obviously invite only, but is there any that you can tease right now?
1: Yes. So we have another event with Bachmans coming up this month. It's on April 28th. Um, This one will be at their farm in Farmington. Or Lakeville somewhere in between there i don't actually know where it is (laughs) a secret farm (laughs) and what's really cool about this event is that this is the first time bachman's is opening up their big farm to the public so this is the first time they're allowing people from the outside to see what's going on and from the pictures that we've seen of it the way you know that we've been told what it looks like it's just beautiful it's just tons and tons of flowers and trees it's super instagramable instagram heaven it sounds like yeah yes um really excited about that event and then we have two events with rosedale center coming up in may and june that we're in the works of planning right now
0: love it and then how do you decide who to invite to these types of events
1: So this is all based on what the client's goals are. So when, you know, someone comes to us and says, hey, we want to do a blogger bash with you guys, the first thing we do is sit down with them and we sort of go over what their goals are. So if it's, you know, a food client, they're going to want foodies, but then sometimes there's a twist and they're like, actually, we want travel type bloggers to be there. So we really decide that based on what we think the best outreach for that brand is gonna be.
0: Um, And then as far as with this whole process of rebranding and design, is there anything that you would give a piece of advice on for someone listening who's maybe thinking about doing a rebrand for themselves?
2: Uh, My first advice would be take it slow, do a lot of research, um, really
1: nail down your goals. Um, our goals were, our goals were to sort of unify the brand, give it a modern look and feel, and make it really simplistic. Yes, before the
2: logo wasn't usable in many scenarios. It was too clunky. Um, it wasn't easy with all those bright colors to make work with different photos and designs that we were trying to push out there. So if you can just simplify your ideas and your goals and have a good research, that's my best advice.
3: So I want to go back to the website creation for a second because it was episode 50, I just looked this up. Episode 55, last September, Adriana, Missy, and Alex, our developers sat down. We talked about what it takes to create a website. And so that's how long we've been working on this. When you see the website, it's a one page website. Mm -hmm. Why did we go with one page? And is there any thoughts of making that into a multiple page website with future events and stuff like that? Talk about making that
1: yeah so we stuck with one page um so a big trend right now people are really used to scrolling down things and most of our users are not using a desktop site they're using a mobile site so we wanted it to be very scrollable we don't want them to be going to tons of different pages we just want the information right in front of them on one page and make it simple we started off with sort of The one page is like our starting point. So from this, we're all going to sit down. What are other pages that we think are essential to add to the site? So one would be case studies. So if a business comes and they want to see, you know, what all goes into a bash? What are the results of hosting a bash? We'll create case studies of things that we've done in the past to showcase that. We have discussed adding a blog to our Blogger Bash website where we're writing things, you know, marketing tricks for bloggers, because we all specialize in marketing and things like that, so stay tuned for more pages to be added in there. Kind of a future conversation, Work but it'll progress. Differ- <laughs> it'll it'll grow.
3: Um, what about the events themselves? Because. You're hosting an event say at Bachman's. Is it branded as a Bachman's event? Is it branded as a Minnesota Blogger Bash event? All the colors that we're using on our website, does does that play into the event? Or is it is every event different maybe?
1: Every event is different. Yes. Um, we have started to sort of make the events more branded towards Blogger Bash um, because we, Want it to be sort of a community thing. But say a business comes to us and says, "Hey, we only want ten foodies at this event. They'll take charge as to what that event is going to look like. But because we're inviting you know the mass community that we have, we wanted to just be focused on the blogger bash community and you know having the brand sort of showcase themselves, as well and they're creating this experience but it's just them hosting a bash it's kind of a funky setup
2: yeah we wanted to be recognizable to our followers but we definitely want to collaborate with the brand and make that brand more aware to those followers. Co-branding. Yeah. Yep. Um,
0: so I know talking about the logo and making it custom to the event, we, you guys did one event, the field to Fork one. Oh, yes. Where you created that custom logo. So can, first off, can you tell us a little bit about how that event went down? Because I wasn't able to go, but I just, I obviously saw the teasers of it and it looked amazing. And then also creating that custom logo for them.
2: Was that our, our first that we worked on? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was a very good... Uh, starting point for Adriana and I to collaborate on this together. I think we really learned a lot about how to streamline those graphics and make them very obvious about um, what what our bash is going to be about. Do you wanna talk more about
1: the idea behind it? So for this one, Kaylee did, we did do a custom logo for this client. And one of the main things for that is the client had no idea how to brand this event. They didn't know what they wanted it to really be. They had the idea of, you know, how the night was going to go, but, you know, communicating that to an influencer was a little difficult. So we just came up with Field to Fork is what we named it, and it was a much more exclusive event that we kept a lot more intimate to foodies. This event was amazing. Planning it was a ton of fun. Um, It was all centered around women in agriculture. So we had influencers drive down to Dundas, Minnesota. And if you (laughs) don't know where that is, I'm not surprised because it's a (laughs) tiny little town. And it was hosted on a dairy farm. And we got tours of this dairy farm, sort of saw their process. And then there was a panel with um, Stephanie March, and she hosted that with um, other female farmers, and they just talked about, you know, what it really means to be a female in an industry that is so male-dominant, and sort of what agriculture does for everyone, and like going through all of the myths with like GMOs and organic versus conventional. It was a really big educational event, and it was actually downpouring. (laughs) rain that day <laughs> it's like, ah, no, for and an outdoor event yes it was an outdoor event so as soon as we get there we have to like scramble set everything up inside i mean people showed up and we were like marching around in mud just to go see like baby cows so it was a great turnout for the weather and for this like hour drive south from the twin cities in rush hour traffic so, you know, with a lot of hard work and planning, we can make just about anything successful. Well,
0: and I feel like the the experience is what really drives these events. You know, this isn't something where you just show up and you're like, oh, I'm gonna drink a couple drinks and then leave. Like, There's something always around it, like we're that yeah. educational piece with the farmers. And the other cool thing is we always have someone, luckily we have hubbard interactive hubbard broadcast in our back pocket here so we have a lot of our station talent that hosts these events so i know past events we've had like with bachman's alexis and that one we had stephanie march so it's a fun way to incorporate them
2: yeah it's a nice way to have those well-known personalities speak about a brand um to these influencers yeah
0: um, and then I know we can't probably mention some of the ideas we have for the next one coming up, but I know um, Steve Patterson's going to be our host yes. for a bash. And we're talking about maybe having him do some bartending and putting him to work for a few things. So <laughs> yeah. get ready for that one. Yeah. <laughs> Stay
1: tuned. We're going to have him do a lot of fun things. It'll be his I mean, first bash, so he has no idea what he's getting himself <laughs> into. He agreed and we're
0: like, perfect. we we'll just wait. <laughs> Another bash that I thought was a really fun event, too, was Can Can Wonderland, because that place, I mean, just in itself, is huge and fun, and it's just a big experience. So tell me a little bit about how you guys planned that bash.
1: So I was not here for that bash, (laughs) but I attended that bash as a blogger, so it was fun for me to attend. I just didn't know what was happening behind the scenes. I was like, oh, sweet, yeah, I'll go like network with people, drink some fun cocktails, so Kaylee probably has Yeah, I can speak to the creative part about it. Um, that one
2: was super, super fun to design because if you've ever been to can, can, it's very colorful and creative and inspirational. And that client really gave us creative freedom. They had um, a couple things that they had done in the past. And they're like, if you want to go in this direction, um, here's some inspiration. So we kind of got to just... Wacky and cool and colorful, and it was a lot of fun. Um, what I loved about that bash was just all of the, the
0: activities. I mean, you can do mini golf, you can get the cool drinks and stuff, but they also had like Bitter Cube there, which is one of their partners, and they were making like these really funky drinks with that. And they had local artists there that you could buy their prints because Can Can is so artist based. So just adding those extra touches just took the event to the next level. Yeah.
3: Going back to the influencer piece of it, influencer marketing is still. I don't know, small businesses are still kind of scared of influencer marketing. Is this a good starting point if somebody wanted to, if a small business wanted to do influencer marketing, or is this more of like a medium to big size business event?
1: I would say this is perfect for the small business, like mom and pop shop that wants to explore influencer marketing. Um, Our team has definitely been doing a lot more influencer relationship stuff with our clients. And it's kind of a really good way. Sometimes it's like a cost efficient way to promote your business because the influencer is kind of doing the work for you in a sense. So our bashes are definitely perfect for smaller businesses, especially our team. We really want to foster the relationships between influencers and the businesses that we have hosting the bashes. So these businesses will receive the Instagram handles and the names of people that attend and they'll be at the event, you know, mingling, networking, knowing, learning who these influencers are and their communication sort of continues to follow that.
0: Yeah, a lot of our clients, what's cool is like um, some of our food brands we work with, they've attended Bashes in the past and they met some foodie influencers. And now they use them, um, the food dolls, if you guys follow them on Instagram, they have a beautiful account and we do recipe making with them. We've actually had them as the face of our food for our food brand client on Twin Cities Live. So yeah, those relationships can start as something just mean at a bash and grow into huge collaborations from there. Um, so are there any other blogger communities
1: out there like this one? Yes and no. Um, so they' when we sort of analyze who our community competitors are, which I feel like that's a really negative way to say that because we don't technically want to ever compete with other people. Um, there's two that really stick out. One is Twin Cities Collective, which is bloggers, influencers, anyone that you know is self-employed, freelance workers, mm-hmm. They're all in this community, and then there's a newer community called Minneapolis Bloggers, um, and that is, you know, blogger-led, all about you know learning how to blog, all of the behind-the-scenes stuff that goes into running a blog. So, in a sense, we semi- compete with them, but kind of just on a an event basis. So, when we're having events, what our events actually are. But the communities in themselves are so different. Um, So, like Minneapolis bloggers will do stuff, you know, only teaching bloggers how to become better bloggers. I don't know if I'm saying that right or if that comes out right. Um, Where we are more, you know, focused on educating bloggers about the businesses and facilitating partnerships with brands and influencers. And then if someone wants
0: to, Sponsor Bash, maybe they're a brand listening. Where's the best place to direct them to?
1: Go to mnbloggerbash.com. Um, you can learn all about us on there. And get insight as to you know the team behind the scenes, and you can just quick fill out a contact form, and we'll just be in contact and start planning something.
0: And the influencers too, that maybe who have been influencer, most of them I feel like in the Twin Cities have heard of Blogger Bash, but if they are maybe new to the scene, you guys started actually a Facebook group for influencers. So talk a little we about do. that too.
1: Yeah, this was another idea that I had upon doing this rebrand is really building that community aspect with this and something that we were lacking was a Facebook group. I. Th- so if you just go to the MN Blogger Bash Facebook page in communities, you can join this community and we have a handful of bloggers in there, but it's really a place where if you're looking to collaborate on something with another blogger, you can, you know, ask there, "Hey, would someone want to collab on something?" You know, people have advice for photographers to use, um locations to do shoots, anything related to growing an Instagram page learning how to, you know, sponsor content and get partnerships, all of it is found in there. So you can join there and you'll also get, you know, invited to our bashes and all of that stuff.
0: And we'll be sure to include all the links we talked about to the groups, to the new website, all the social channels for Blogger Bash. You can find in the show notes at socialfeedpodcast.com slash EP80. Make sure to subscribe to the Social Feed podcast with Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast player to get a brand new episode delivered to you right every Wednesday. We will see you guys all next week. Thank
2: you. The Social Feed is a production of Hubbard Interactive
1: with music provided by Minneapolis-based artist John Atwell.